Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It was important to me to let you know, look, you're young and you're hot right now. I am well aware that you're going to become a bag of bones. And you're going to be just skin and wrinkles and it's going to be gnarly. And so am I, by the way. And... I'm okay with that. Like, I get where we're going. I'm going to enjoy this phase. While you have your looks, holy hell, I'm going to really enjoy them. But I want you to understand, that's not why we're together. Because we've been together for so long, and we've even been talking about the stages of our relationship, I really want to talk about um, loving each phase for what it is. Mm. Because anybody listening right now, if they're in a relationship, they're at some sort of phase, whether it's the beginning, the middle, they've been for a long time. And this has been one thing that we talk very openly about, because I remember being somewhat worried as a woman that like, hey, my age isn't, what is the phrase? The women um, social currency diminishes because- Their sexual as, market value okay. diminishes over time, whereas the guys go up. Because the men are, men are valued, valued for, for resources, resource. access to resources, women are valued for beauty and yeah, so that's what it is. It's that as a woman, that freaking sucks. The older I get, the less likely I am to be attracted to other, uh, other people to be attracted to me, but yet you, as you get older, you get wiser. Obviously, you've become extremely successful and way, you know, very financially secure. You're getting more appealing to people. Um, so let's talk about how we've had to process that. This was something I will give myself a, a lot of credit for from the fucking jump. I'm talking from being a teenager. I was like, ooh, that is, that's a gnarly dynamic. And as I got older, I was able to couple on top of that the realization that I don't think monogamy is a default position, but it's like we're sort of in the middle where for sure we can do monogamy and not a big deal, but we also can do the other side where, um, you know, we can be promiscuous. So it was like, okay, I get that. I also get that if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody, commitment is a big part of it. And it was important to me to let you know, look, you're young and you're hot right now. I am well aware that you're going to become a bag of bones. And you're going to be just skin and wrinkles and it's going to be gnarly. And so am I, by the way. And I'm okay with that. Like, I get where we're going. I'm going to enjoy this phase. While you have your looks, holy hell, I'm going to really enjoy them. But I want you to understand, that's not why we're together. So we are together because we're sharing a life. And I believe to the core of my existence and anybody that wants to take the Pepsi Challenge on this, I will say, open your soul up to this truth. There is nothing, nothing better in life than shared experience. It's the only thing it can't be, you, you can never rush it. So we have grown up together. And I wanted to literally on our first date, 
like let you know. And it wasn't like I was trying to play a game. It just, the topic came up and I'd already thought a lot about this where it's like, okay, here's the truth of being a man and a woman. You're always going to find somebody else attractive. I'm always going to find somebody else attractive. Commitment is about... You said that on our first date and yeah, I remember 100%. that was the biggest thing. I was like, wow, I love how honest he is. It was, it's so weird to me that people tell each other like, oh my God, if you find that person attractive like, and they flip their shit and they're going crazy because the waitress is good looking and they think their husband well, like glanced or whatever. I told my ex that I liked Brad like, Pitt and we, it was like one of the biggest arguments we ever had because yeah. I mentioned his abs. This is crazy. And so I was like, of course, you're going to find Brad Pitt attractive with the abs. This is like right around Fight Club. I was like, fuck, I thought he was attractive. <laughs> like if I could reach in the screen and pull those abs on for myself, I would do it in a heartbeat. So I was like, look, I'm gonna find other people attractive. Don't be fucking weirded out by that because I'm gonna commit to somebody. And regardless of the fact that I find other people attractive, I'm gonna be into you. I wanna share a life with that person. To me, that's, it's, I didn't have the words back then, but it's anti-fragile. If the only reason that person is with you is because they only have eyes for you, talk about the world's most fragile position. The second you're not in shape or you're, you have the flu and you look like 10 pounds of ass or you get older, it's like, yo, what is this? Like for me, what if we lost all the money? Would that mean that you'd no longer want to be with me? So it's another fragile position. It's like, I just didn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. So it seemed very clear to me there's a difference between attraction and commitment. And so when you're in the beginning of a relationship and they've done the neuroscience on this, you cannot tell the difference between someone who's had a bump of cocaine and someone who's looking at the photo of somebody that they've newly fallen in love with. It's all consuming. It is a rad feeling. It is super fun. I enjoyed every second of it while we were in that phase. But it's like, you don't need to read a lot of books on neuroscience to realize, oh, this is gonna change. And because by then I'd become obsessed with reading about the brain, I already knew, hey, this is gonna change. The way that we feel about each other, the neurochemistry, it's gonna be a different cocktail in a year or two years or whatever. And how many people have to make a joke about the honeymoon phase is over before you go, what is the honeymoon phase? What is beyond that? How does a relationship thrive beyond that? So that was my obsession in my early 20s was really like figuring that out. So anyway, I'd hit you with that early on. You're gonna turn into a bag of bones one day, but I need you to know like I will find a way to connect with you physically you know, as we age. And part of that is just my obsession with that shared experience. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the the brain chemistry in that first time, uh, that first period, because so many people I um, that I've spoken to, friends and stuff, it's always a year or two years down the line where they've just gotten used to each other. That electricity that you first felt, you don't have that anymore. So then it just becomes a live every day as is. But it was me and you, it was always, we, we don't ever want to take each other for granted. And if I can be 100% honest, Right? At the beginning, of course, we just can't keep your hand, our hands off each other, right? Mm. It's like literally all we can think about is, you know, finding some time alone. And I think I may have worried, is he not into me anymore? Mm. Is he not attracted to me anymore? Have I changed? Oh my God, have I put on weight? Right? Like I absolutely know myself well enough to know that would have been where my mind would have wanted to have gone. But because I've also worked on myself and my own self-esteem, but also you had laid that groundwork of it's never always gonna be like this and we have to accept it, but enjoy it for what it is right. instead of like always mourning what um, the last phase, like really enjoy it. And we have, you know, like you said, we've been together for 19 years and we've gone through many phases now and we've always addressed those phases almost when it's over. I don't know if you've noticed that. I try to be aware of it in real time. I try to really, you know, enjoy it while you have it. Don't take it for granted. Don't get numb to it. And I know it will continue to change. Like I do think about, will there come a day where I don't feel the sense of urgency around my ambition that I feel now? Mm. Almost certainly. I mean, when you look at just the neurochemistry of it, 
sort of inevitable 